0: guys. Welcome back to the Love Kinsey podcast. Today is another solo episode, and I actually wanted to start it off a little bit differently. I really want to start incorporating more gratitude into these episodes, whether it's solo or whether it's guest, because I know I talk about this all the time of how Gratitude changes my perspective so much, and I think it's one of the biggest factors that has helped me just to stay focused and motivated and to keep a clear mind. So why not bring it on to the podcast, right? So I really want to get in the habit of just bringing three things that I've been really grateful for lately. And this week, my three would probably be one, live services at Hillsong LA because wow, have I missed in persons, just live worship and being around people is just seriously life-changing. There is nothing like it. And I think that has just been a huge mood booster, if you will, and just something that I have been looking forward to, especially since with school. It's been really hard because I'm in my apartment all day, every day, other than going to coffee shop. So that can get a little bit rough and annoying if I'm being completely honest. So going to church now on the weekends is definitely helpful in that and just staying positive. The second thing that I'm just so grateful for is community. I feel like community is something that can be so easily taken for granted. And this week, I've just really been focusing on looking around and being like, you know what? Like God has placed some pretty incredible people in my world and I 'm just grateful for the conversations that i've been having, the honesty around me, and yeah there's just nothing like good, godly community and having honest conversations. I know i've said this before, but just finding safe community, I cannot stress that enough and I would say the third thing that I am grateful for this week is, I'm going to go something really simple, but just sunshine and being outside in LA, I know it sounds so small, but seriously, you know, nothing is too small and that is a huge one for me. I crave sunshine and it just gets me in the right mood. So I would say those are definitely some of my top three. I know I could definitely name more, but I'll stick with those three for now and I'll keep going with this next week and bring it on for guests and all of that. So just to encourage everyone listening to take some time and think about things that you're grateful for. Going into the week and at the end of the week and in between, because I just I think it's really important, especially if you're feeling down, if you've had maybe not a so great day or week or month, just to take some time to think of three things. And I mean, it can be small things, it can be big things, just so it's something. Because I think when we really take time to think about it, we all have things that we can be grateful for, whether it's sunshine, whether it's a conversation, whether it's an opportunity or a raise or whatever it is, there are always things around us to be grateful for. So coming out of last week's conversation with Grace, which was absolutely incredible. If you haven't listened to that one yet, honestly, pause this one, go back, listen to that episode, and then come back to this one because this one is kind of a part two. I just wasn't done with talking about that subject of surrender and I really want this podcast to be a place where we can really talk openly about transitions and what it means to really surrender. And like I said, that topic has been very heavy on my heart this week, and especially in a week where I kind of felt a lack of focus, if I'm honest. I was waking up later, honestly, on my phone a lot more. My activity log was astronomical, to say the least. So I have deleted Instagram for this week. <laughs> but, you know, that's just a little side note. Also, I guess could be a thing of gratitude of just refocusing my mind as well off of that and getting a little refresher because, you know, I think we all need a break sometimes from social media and our phones. So, yeah, just encouragement on that as well. But I've been thinking a lot of just. Where does our focus come from? Where does our motivation come from? And what's really the why behind what we do? And those are hard questions. I mean, I was asking myself those questions this week and journaling a lot about them. And so many times I found myself stumped or my answers would change and my mind would wonder and just All of the things would really pop into my head because those really are some tough questions and they kind of go back to the basics, I think. And what I mean by going back to basics is really going back to the basics of surrender, you know, and okay, what foundation do we really have our life set on? and it makes me think of when jesus tells the parable of a man building his house on sand and one that builds his house on the rock because i think we really have to go back to what our foundation is really built on and that takes a lot of hard reflection hard questions that would honestly be easier to ignore than to answer. Needless to say, they are extremely important. This week, I started reading this book called Sacred Rhythms by Ruth Haley Barton, who is just absolutely incredible. And so far, I have absolutely been loving this book. She goes in so deep on what it means to long for God. And one of the main ideas, especially in the intro and first chapter, she really lays the foundation for what it means to create rhythms in your life. One of the biggest things that she stresses is that our desire for God and our capacity to reach for more is actually the deepest and truest part of ourself. She says it's actually deeper than our titles at work or even our family titles, titles of mother, father, daughter, son, whatever it may be. And it's even bigger than our personality type, our giftedness our talents, all of it combined. I just found that so profound because I think it's something that we never really think about of what we desire is actually the deepest part. I think it's actually something that sometimes we try to avoid and we think that, oh, our desires are selfish ambition or just we're we're supposed to leave those behind. But when we think about it, it's actually so true that what we desire and what we actually long for, whether we admit it or not, is what actually outworks in our life and w- it determines really what we put into action. So, if our desires are Selfish ambition, or if they're motivated by, you know, the praise of others, or whatever it may be, those things are actually going to be what we see and what's outworked. So, what we actually desire and long for really is foundational. And when we open the box of our desires before God, we can actually open the door for God's desires to actually be seen and to overflow into our lives, which I think is so cool. also find so interesting about this idea is that each desire, each longing is so personal. And I know last week, Grace and I were talking a lot about, you know, the power of what we speak into existence and manifestations and speaking our prayers to God. And this just takes it a step further, which is why I kind of wanted almost to do a part two, because first we had to, you know, speak that thing out of, Oh God, like I really want to get here. You know, if it's your will, And then underlying that is the reason why, and the actual desire of not just the surface level, because I think we can all present, you know, a surface level. Oh, like, I just want to make a difference. Or, oh, I just want to do this because it's just something that I've always wanted to do, check off my bucket list, that kind of thing. But Within us all are these hidden desires and hidden longings, whether it's, oh, like it, I want to do it because I want to be the best, or I want to achieve this so that I can have X amount of followers or X amount of money, or maybe it is to really. You know, make a difference in someone's life or to bring change or to hop over a hurdle in our own lives, whatever it may be. But it's this inner working that's innate within us. And it's incomparable to anybody else. I think that's so important to grasp because I think so many times I've caught myself in my own motivations and my own desires and goals of comparing them to others and comparing the motivations of that person and myself. Like, oh, well, this person's not doing it for the right reasons, but I am. Or like, I'm not doing it for the right reasons, but this person is or whatever it may be. But the fact of the matter is, only god knows our desires that are in our hearts he he's the one that knows and it's not our job to figure out anybody else, else's motivations whether they're false whether they're true all that really matters is what's inside us what god has placed for us and the mission that he's given us to work out that innate desire to love and to be loved and how we can actually outwork that to our own ability, which I think is just so important to grasp that personal revelation of that, that we really are running our own path. What someone else's motivations or reason why is, is their own journey. And that's between them and God. It's not for us to figure out, you know, if it's, good if it's wrong or if it's right or you know if it's false all that really matters is that they're running their course and they're doing it to the best of their ability and that what we've been given is steward in our own lives we're doing it to the best of our own ability i love the verse in first corinthians 13 13 it was actually one of the verses of the day if you're on the bible app which i love um, I have mindset set to the passion translation, so I'm going to read the passion and I just love this translation because I think it grasps so well, this idea of desire and the why behind what we do. And the verse says, until then, there are three things that remain faith, hope, and love. Yet love surpasses them all. So above all else, let love be the beautiful prize for which you run. And I just love this because it's such a good reminder of our why. That it's not for the praise of people. It's not for a title but it's for love. It's for that innate desire that's within us to love and be loved by God. And I think it's just such a powerful truth to grab a hold of. And it goes back to this whole idea of surrender That I brought up at the beginning and that we were talking about last week and that's just been such a common thread of so many conversations and with this book that I've been reading. It just really lays the foundation for how we view our life, where our focus is, where our eyes are. And today, I just really wanted to touch on that of you know what it means to be surrendered because I think it's such a term that we say, but that we don't really take time to focus on. I mean, I know that I don't for sure, and when I actually took time to pray about it and really reflect on it, I was thinking about how. You know, when we have a surrendered heart, we actually have a surrendered mind. And that means that we say yes. And if you've listened to my first podcast episode, you would remember me talking about the idea of saying yes, God, and That was the idea of just being ready for what God has, of not making up excuses, of taking one step forward. And Today, I really wanted to build on that and revisit that idea of saying, yes, God, and blank. Because I think it's easy to say yes when we have the end result in mind, but it's harder to say yes when... (laughs) The in seems to be getting further and further away. I know that I've been feeling that way lately of, okay, when when is this actually going to happen? Because I said yes a long time ago. And, you know, now the clock's ticking, right? That, that gets a little harder to say yes to continually. And I think we can start kind of questioning things. Because saying yes and, that and is the in-between moments. That and includes, you know, the mundane of, oh, what are you going to do when you only have a little bit to work with? What are you going to do when you don't necessarily see the end insider you don't know what the next step is, or it seems that the wait is a little bit longer than what you signed up for. It's that decision to be faithful with what's in front of you. This past weekend, my pastor was talking about how We can't give up on something that's not over yet. I love that because it's such a great reminder of God's not done yet. We're still on this journey. We're still walking it out. We're alive and well. God has a purpose for us. If we haven't seen the end result, well, it's not over. So why give up on something that's still happening, right? i think of traveling and getting maybe lost on a road trip and in that moment you have the decision right to turn back or to keep going and i think it's the same idea of saying yes to god's plan of hey are you going to keep going on this journey to the destination or are you going to throw in the towel go back and you know sit on the couch and I know that's like that's kind of funny example but it's so true in our life of this idea of saying yes to surrender. And I think another thing that surrender is is just being confident in the mission and in the outcome that you know the outcome is actually beyond our own efforts and we're going to feel like we're failing because honestly we can't do it alone and we are incapable of really accomplishing the full outcome but it's what we do with that that really matters that we're confident that despite our shortcomings despite everything that's going on around us that we're going to be diligent in taking that next step and be diligent in using the tools that we have in our hands, no matter how small, no matter what they are, you know, God's placed us here for a reason. We are here for a reason. And it's just that constant reminder that things are going to work out. And another thing that I was reminded of through, just reflection and also reading this book Sacred Rhythms which highly highly recommend is that a surrendered heart a surrendered mind is completely honest it's honest with where our desires are now where we want our desires to be you know whether it's oh you know I'm a little selfish in my desires actually I'm running towards Praise of others instead of for the prize of love. But it all starts with that honest confession of just being honest. Because, you know, God actually already knows, which I have to remind myself of all the time that, okay, He already knows. So the sooner that I admit it to myself, the sooner He can actually work on that. Because I love the idea and I, Forget who said it first or where I heard this that God is a gentleman. He's not going to force something upon us, but He's actually waiting for us to open the door, right? Like He's not going to just barge in without our permission, but He has already sent us an invitation. He is the initiator. We don't initiate, but God initiates. He's already knocked on. The door of our heart, He's already knocked on that door and wants to come in and wants to help us, but He can't force us to do it. He can't do everything for us. We actually have to work in partnership, which, you know at times, can be annoying, but it's the truth. And we have to be honest with Him, and we have to also be honest with others where we are, because I think there is such validation. There's such Affirmation and encouragement in community. And I know so many times community has kept me sane, kept me moving forward, kept me from throwing in the towel. And I think the sooner that we can be open and vulnerable in community, the sooner that we can just see God work and see breakthrough happen. And it's just fun to be able to celebrate each other as well. like That is just the best feeling, truly. And finally, I think a surrendered heart is just being faithful with where we're at and not throwing in that towel because it is an active decision. And I know we talked about active faith last week, which I love Love, love how Grace brought that up and how she talks about just doing what you can. You know that she has surrendered to God and she just continues to work it out. And I find that so inspirational for me because so many times I can get so frustrated with doing the same thing I feel like over and over again, especially in the season of life that I'm in right now. Of School and serving, which I love everything that I'm doing, like, would not give it up for the world. But it's just that mundane routine of life can be hard to bear sometimes, you know, especially for creative people, I think, and for people who, like me, who just crave change and crave even just a little sprinkle of busyness every once in a while. It can get frustrating when you do the same things over and over and over again. I I love my routine, but I also love a little change in there. So it can get hard to say yes in those moments. But I think when we do and we do truly choose to admit and surrender our desires to God for Him to work, the sooner we can actually see doors start to open. And the sooner we can see comparison fall off and the things that are blocking us or holding us back just fall away. And that's truly where I want to go. I don't know about you, but I desperately need that. And I desperately want those open doors in my life. This reminds me of a verse in Philippians chapter 2, verse 15 that says, Do everything without grumbling and arguing so that you may be blameless and pure children of God who are faultless in a crooked and perverted generation among whom you shine like stars in the world. What I love about this is because speaking of these just mundane things that tire us out all the time, Is this truth that it's not actually our efforts or what makes us better than other people, our giftedness, our titles, whatever it is that actually makes us shine? But it's simply just loving, loving others loving ourselves, not arguing but being filled with joy, being humble and living this life of just purity and longing for God that sets us apart and makes us shine like stars. I just love that idea so much because it's so true that we are in a world that just perverts this all and (laughs) Makes us feel like we have to be the best to be valued or we have to have X amount of followers and praise and all of these things to be valued and we're taught to compare ourselves from such a young age when in reality, none of that actually matters, which I think again is just so profound and so turned upside down to think about. but it's so true. And I just had this thought today that, you know, nothing actually robs us more than that bitter seed of comparison. Nothing robs us more of the revelation of God than when we compare ourselves. And when we actually start looking to our left or to the right and comparing our whys and Comparing where we are, because the truth is like no one's journey is gonna look the same. no one's priorities are gonna be the same, and that is completely okay. Like we're all dealing with something, even if other people may hide it more than others. None of us are perfect, none of us have it all together, but all we can actually focus on is where we are, where our longing is, where I our eyes are. And where God's taking us. You know, who cares if someone else's heart is surrendered or not? Because we can't change that. And we definitely can't help them if we don't have a surrendered heart ourselves and a surrendered mind. Otherwise, it's just going to be two people hurting each other. I mean, when we look at it like that, Surrender is truly the foundation of everything that we do. It truly has such a ripple effect because the sooner that we surrender our deepest desires to God and those titles and comparisons, then the sooner that we can experience transformation. And then the sooner we can actually experience the joy that He has for us, the purpose that He has for us, and we can help others, which is just so incredible. So I just want to encourage you and leave you, I guess, with a challenge to think for yourself what desires that you have in your heart and what's been nagging on your heart And what that longing for really is. Because I know for me, I still have to think about that constantly. And it's just a constant reminder to say yes. And to remind yourself of the why behind where you're headed. So I hope you enjoyed today. And I hope that you find your own Rhythm, as well, in all of this, and just finding that rhythm of surrender, so again, I hope you enjoyed today. Follow me on Instagram at the Love Kinsey podcast to keep up on updates, and I'll be posting some verses throughout the week and just words of encouragement, so be sure to follow along for that and Leave a review on Apple Podcast as well, which will be linked in the description. If you enjoyed today's episode and let me know if you have any future requests for episodes as well, you can DM me, message me, whatever is easiest for you, I guess. So with that being said, I hope you have the best week and I will talk to you next week.